Welcome to another episode of the Ascent Endurance Group Podcast. We're excited to have you here and share in our love for endurance sports. Whether you're here to sit back and take some notes, or you just came for the laughs, we're thankful to be part of your journey in the search for more. Enjoy the show. Good morning, Thomas. How are we doing today? It's crisp. Feels like fall because it is fall. It is. I know. It's beautiful out there. Hopefully we're not like posting this a couple weeks from now when it's like (laughs) snowing and people are like, oh, I'm talking about how good the weather is. It's beautiful outside right now. Like this is as good as it gets. The fun thing is marathons are upon us, right? We're getting to the heart of the the marathon season. So this is like the perfect time for things to turn. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if you, a bunch of my athletes were struggling a couple weeks ago when it was like 90 and super humid, trying to get like peak workouts in and things like Mm -hmm. that. And just kind of like fighting through it, knowing that there's good weather on the other side. If you keep telling people, it's going to be better come race day. It's going to be better come race day. And it's finally here. So right. it's, it, I feel good about it. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. We'd love to chalk it all up to the training and the workouts and everything. <laughs> right. right. It was like, conditions are great. Like, yeah, what you did three or four weeks ago when it was hot is going to translate to something really special. Mm-hmm. These nice, smooth days. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And I totally agree with that. It makes us, makes us feel good on paper okay. when it's like, oh gosh, times are just dropping. Like, we're just magicians. But it's it's really just the weather's better. The people, the people put the work in and yeah. the weather's working for us. Yeah. So... Yeah, we uh, kind of didn't really prepare anything today, which is kind of fun. Yeah. Um, so just kind of spitball on a couple questions. Um, I think the, using the marathon coming up here is kind of the guide for, for most of our athletes. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I had some athletes do um, Ironman Wisconsin a couple weeks ago. Right. Great job. Everybody yeah. crushed it. Um, really, really good day. Um, so had that big event leading into some time off, leading into figuring out what's next for them. Um, and then next couple of weeks here, we've got a ton of athletes doing, yeah. doing some races. We got Boston, Lakefront, Chicago, like just the, it's a huge, huge time of year for, for marathons. Right. Um, and the excitement kind of builds throughout the, the summer. And right now I know I've talked to a couple people and they're just like kind of giddy, like it's going to happen. Like races are actually coming. Yeah. Um, but then there's that big question about what's afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was my kind of question conversation for you is, I know I've had some athletes, I know myself have had um, issues with this in the past too, of like those kind of post-race blues of we get in this routine, right? We have this cycle of this is what training looks like. Every other week we're doing a marathon workout or every Wednesday is this fart leg or easy days are here and you do this certain route mm-hmm. and then the race is over and you have to think about taking a break. Right. Um, and some people really struggle with that. They like lose that, that routine. Um, what's your experience with that kind of what are some strategies that that you've used in the past yeah i mean the the big thing especially with with the marathon is like it's such a big build up to like one singular event and then you've got to rest on the other side it's not like the break after a shorter race where like oh yeah like we can sneak out for some light runs and stuff like that but it's totally going from one extreme to the other um and you know it's it's definitely a transition um i think being able to, like, if you can find space and be able to use that as time for the rest of life and mm-hmm. being a person and say, hey, maybe some of those things that, like, I was tabling a little bit to make sure I got some extra rest or had some extra time to do strength stuff or sneak out for those extra miles, like, have a Saturday that you're not just exhausted from running two hours before. Um, be able to kind of shift gears a little bit, which is easier said than done by a long shot. Um, but I think kind of allowing yourself to be in that place of, of stillness and not having anything and being able to reflect um, cause it's a good chance to see like, what is, what does running mean to me when I don't have it? Right. Um, and that's one that's when we're in the throes of things, we don't get that sort of sight. And like, if, if we're missing it a lot, 
it's a really great sign that we're doing something that, that matters to us and is really special. Right. I think it's a good time to, to figure out how healthy our relationship is with running. Because um, a lot of people use it for stress relief. And we use it for stress relief. Yeah. Like, it's, it's part of the game. Um, but it can't be the only way that you manage life around you. Uh, and there's a lot of benefits to, to taking that time off. It's going to make you a better athlete down the road. And we're stuck in this society of, of more is better. And, and there's so many body image issues and stress management and all this stuff going on. And that's kind of the outlet that you can use one activity to address all of those outlets. Right. Um, and then if you take that away, some people really struggle because they don't know how to manage things. But knowing that taking that time off and that recovery is actually what's going to make you a better athlete down the road, I think is a good place to start, yeah. right? To know that, hey, this isn't necessarily like, oh, something we have, we're like, you're just going to do this because that's what everybody else does. Like, you need to do this from a body standpoint. Like, yeah. your body needs time to recover. Your mind needs time to recover. Um, and it's a good time to be able to address some of those other limitations like you talked about. Like, hey, if you need to go do something, you need to have the routine to put something in the schedule, Find yoga. Like go go set up a couple days of doing yoga, a couple days of doing some strength work. Set up some walks with friends, or or go do some sort of like musical outlet, or or find these other activities that you can do and schedule into your day. Right. It may not be running, right? Mm-hmm. And people will worry about I'm going to lose fitness. I don't want to lose that much fitness. You have some time where you're not going to go to this big extreme. Like a lot of times, I don't have the research offhand, but like ten days, mm-hmm. you can take up ten days off and not lose this crazy amount of aerobic capacity. Right. Um, so we we've got some time to be able to let that body recover, let that mind recover. Mm-hmm. Um, but figuring out other outlets, I think, is really valuable. Yeah. And for me, it's always been like other movement based things that are lights, like yoga, some strength work, right. stretching, mobility things. Um, other stress relieving aspects of like music for a lot of people is, is stress relieving. Yeah. Um, seeing family, doing social things with friends playing video games, like do some other thing that gives you that outlet, I think is a, a valuable piece that you might not have to program in. Mm-hmm. Some people really like that structure, so then I think it's okay to, to structure it. Mm-hmm. But I think the reflection piece, like you said, and, and taking that time away is really, really good too. Yeah. Um, I think the big thing is like if we never want to be one-dimensional, like in terms of the way we approach our training stuff, like we're not yeah. one-dimensional in terms of the pace that you hit is like that's the only pace we resonate with not just being running and not other activities, um, with your wellness and your sort of like sense of well-being, like we don't want to be one-dimensional there. So if taking this time to explore what other things kind of help us be complete and be the type of people that we want to be, when we build running back into there, we've got this more complete tapestry of things that we're not just relying on running going well to be able to like kind of feel really solid about where things are at. Um, and that's the kind of liberating thing that can let running just kind of lift up and be what we need it to be. Um, and really good stuff happens when, you know, you can have a rough workout and be able to bounce back and say, hey, like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to a concert with a friend tomorrow or, yeah. you know, I'm going to go just kind of take a walk in the woods with my niece. And, like, the more complete we are, the more it lets us be in whatever space we need to be in. Yeah. And that actually can make you better. You talk about the movement things of, like, trying other activities, other movements helps refine the central nervous system, right? It helps allow us to have a better skill acquisition for other movements, which is going to only make us better from the running side. And the fun thing is you can get better at running without running that way, right? Yeah. It's, so it's time to do all these other fun things that you sometimes might not have time for. Sit down and read a book, right? Like take time for yourself. Go sit out. Like it's beautiful outside, right? Like I'm yeah. going to keep saying it. It is absolutely beautiful. Go sit outside in the sun, read a book, just feel the breeze on your face. Like just enjoy it, mm-hmm. right? Um, I guess one thing for me, question for you is I struggle when do we talk about what's next, right? A lot of times we finish something and we're on like, okay, what am I going to do next? And as a coach, I'm always interested, like, okay, how am I going to change things? What was what went well? What went poorly? Where are we going with this? 
and I've had to pump the brakes on myself a couple of times to say like, no, like, let's just kind of think about, let them reflect on what's, what's been going on. Let's not get into what they're going to do too quickly. But there's a, I think there needs to be a healthy balance. Right. We don't want to take too far away from finding a goal and figuring out where we're headed, um, like a big picture wise, but it's not like one of those like, hey, cross the finish line. All right, Thomas, what are you going to do next? Like, what are we training for after this? Like, what do you, what are you, what are your thoughts there? What are your kind of like, do you have any go-to like suggestions or things that you'd like to, to use as part of that process? Yeah. Um, from a coaching perspective, like I like to do kind of like a quick check-in, like right after the race, like either internally or if there's like the feeling to check in with the athlete as well too, um, to see like, Hey, like maybe more training wise, like what went well, like what do we feel like were our limiters within the race so we can refine while it's fresh in our mind of like, Oh, like that felt like really like aerobically strong but legs didn't work the way we want them to and then jot some notes down on that so mm-hmm. i know what we want to do next training cycle whatever that winds up being but then yeah letting there be nothing so that it can be organically filled by what we want to be doing um we talk about over and over and over about like just like kind of what does your mind drift to when you're out on runs um as like what that next goal is what do you keep finding yourself excited about and sort of taking some time where we're not running and we're not trying to fill that mind with like what comes next um, and sort of letting that process happen pretty organically. And the nice thing is like, especially after a marathon or an Ironman, like we've got a month where we're doing little to nothing. So it doesn't matter what comes next. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. we got 30 days yeah. and we just need to like mellow out, be a person, yeah. recover, and then we can figure it out. Um, so I think, I think that's kind of my, my recipe is sort of just a, a touch point early on and then just sort of letting time take its hold over the course of that time away from it right so. and i think it's something that as a coach I, like for me to work on too because i'm a big systems guy like i want to have like hey this is what we we're doing for for these two weeks and then we start this process and then we go into this and i like to have that big picture <laughs> mindset um but i think a lot of that like I said organically just needs to happen and i know as an athlete there's you take that time off and then you get that itch yeah. to like okay I want to get back to doing this, and that's like a really healthy thing. That means that you're you're truly ready to start training again. If you right. don't have that itch and you're still kind of dragging it, then if it's if it's you need to go run instead of you get to go run, like okay, we're we're not in a good place. We've got to pump the brakes. Um, but taking that time to to really let those things develop organically is super super important for sure. Important. So, yeah, um, I guess we're we're a week out from from some marathons. Um, two weeks out from a couple big ones, right? Um, what are some of the things that you're thinking about as a, if you, in an athlete's shoes, right? You're, yeah. you're, you're training for a marathon week out, kind of, what are you, what are you thinking right now? What's going through your mind? Checking the weather more often than I probably should, <laughs> uh, even though it's beyond my control, just sort of knowing like, right, how do I want to adjust, especially a place like Lakefront or Boston where yeah. it's like tailwind or a headwind and the conditions can change your whole strategy of like, hey, I could see something 15 seconds a mile totally different depending on what the forecast looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, it's kind of a good amount of nerves, a good amount of excitements. Um, if I've got other people that are gearing up for it too, just trying to use that to build that energy back and forth, like that's yeah. huge. Um, but then just kind of normally spending some time, like when I'd get close, I'd kind of reflect back on the training cycle and just like especially those peak workouts, those key long runs and just kind of be like, okay, like yeah, we're we're good. It's a leap of faith every time. 100%. But the more we can know and sort of just say like, hey, I've done what I can do as well as I can do it. And mm-hmm. that's, you know, now is the adventure part. Like we build and build and build and build. And then like we built a rocket and now we get to see how it flies. See it happens, right? Yeah. And I, I know a lot of times we like, we dwell on these peak workouts or like there's these staple things that we always go to. Like right. this went really well, I am ready to go. Or this went poorly, like I don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. 
and we got to remember that it's the body of work yeah. that gets us there. It's not one specific workout, mm-hmm. right? We can't, it's, it's a leap of faith. We can't put that leap of faith into one workout. We've got to say, hey, this entire training cycle, we've done a good job staying consistent. We've been, you've been hitting more workouts than have gone poorly, right? Things have um, progressed well from previous training cycles. Like there's been all these positive things snowballing on top of each other. And mm-hmm. that's where this confidence is going to come from. Um, and a lot of people, we're human beings, like we're looking for comparisons, right? right. So we take like, oh, well, this workout compared to last year doing this workout was, I wasn't as improved or wasn't as good. And the race, let's just say like the race went poorly last year and this is, you ran, I'm going to say six minute pace for this workout and you ran poorly at the marathon and this year you ran 605 pace. I'm going to run even worse this year. It doesn't mean anything. Like it's, yeah. it's the body of work. Just keep putting it in, putting it in and staying confident and you just got to get yourself to the line. Um, and I think the reflection piece about don't look at the last couple days, yeah. look at the last couple months and years and all the work that you've put into right. and then hit online and then control what you can control. And a lot of that's between your ears, right? So like, it's the weather is one thing that I know we look at it's all the time. You can't control the weather, right. but it can make a huge difference and it might change some game plan stuff. Right. And that for us is important. Right. Like, okay, how, what am I going to do um, from a pacing strategy? Like what should the first half marathon look like or transitions between events and things like that. Um, but at the end of the day, like it's all between your ears and yep. you've got to go out there and just, just make things happen and do, do the best job that you can do yeah. on a given day. Yep. And if you do that, I'm proud of, as a coach. Right. I'm proud as an athlete. If you're, if you're uh, putting your best foot forward, and whatever happens, happens, mm-hmm. and um, we'll see you when you cross the finish line. So uh, I'm excited. These next couple weeks are going to be a ton of fun. Yeah. Um, I know we've got a ton of athletes competing. Yeah. Next oh. little bit here, so it's going to be exciting. It's going to be kind of stressful. I know the the bear or the Ironman was kind of stressful for me. Just having my list of people that I'm following on uh, on my phone with all the updates and just like all day long was just looking at the phone and checking and comparing and checking and it's an exciting time yeah. exciting time so if you're racing these next couple of weeks stay confident right yeah. trust the process trust the system that was implemented for you know that you are prepared and ready to go yeah. and then take a leap uh, i guess that's that's all i got absolutely we'll be with you on the other side no matter what so it'll be a blast hey thanks for listening We are always looking for feedback, so feel free to send us a message with any topics that you'd like us to discuss. If you enjoyed the show and want to write a review on your preferred podcasting platform, that would be greatly appreciated. Also, if you're looking for more content, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or check us out through the website. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.